Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, have you ever been to a party conference? They're a fan fest for the faithful. <laughs> Earnest lobbyists, anonymous backbenchers, ministers dodging the press, and the press looking for embers of gossip they can fan into the wild fire of scandal and division. Fringe events, leaflets, loonies, and the big set pieces that you can watch on the telly. So why bother to go? I watched the Lib Dems' Ed Davies prowling a yellow and black stage set last week. At first, I thought it was a hazard warning or a health and safety conference. What did he say? I don't know. I can't remember. This week, the Tories. I am by no means certain Bully Boy will take centre stage. He's turned the NHS into a political embarrassment. Junior doctors have sent round a billy do inviting BMA members to jump on one of the free coaches they've organised, head for Manchester, protest and cause a bit of havoc. Apart from the fact that good people are still doing great things to keep the energies going, there's not much for the Blue Rinse Brigade to applaud. Better, he's kept quiet. Next week, the Labour Party. Members will be asked to believe Silly Boy can run the billion-pound business and the nation's biggest employer we call the NHS, having previously never run a wealth store. Expect a 10-year plan of needless reorganisation and upheaval to distract everybody. It's the French drop of politics disappear out of one hand into the other. They never work. If they had we wouldn't have had nearly a dozen reorganisations. We know the NHS needs the simple seven. One, a period of calm, no reorganisation. Two, sensible funding. Three, fix the strikes. Four, become a better employer. Five, a common sense approach to the management and delivery of care with the help of technologies. Six, a minimum wage guarantee for care workers. And seven, ring fence funding for a proper social care policy. Then stand back and watch. Waiting lists will come down, recruitment will go up and approval ratings will go back to where they used to be. Conferences seldom deal with the difficult stuff. Better to set hairs running, but no faster than 20 miles an hour. Expect something on red tape, it's always a crowd pleaser. Oh, and yes, tax cutting, yes, a popular one, and better public services. Yeah, I know, it can't be done, it doesn't matter. Party conferences are fantasy land. Tough stuff, how to end the war in Ukraine, the root cause of inflation will get wrapped in a flag, the mental health crisis will be parceled up and passed over. And there's poverty. The UK's initial child poverty rate, before taking into account the effect of social security transfers, is, apart from Ireland, the highest in Europe. UK poverty levels are shameful. 13 million people, half of whom are in a working family, supported by benefits. They can't heat their home, pay their rent or buy essentials for the kids. Every day, families wake up to insecurity, uncertainty and impossible decisions about money, leading to marginalisation, discrimination, stress, overwhelming emotions and living on the edge. The Joseph Roundtree Foundation asked, where's the political ambition to end poverty? 
commit to less than one in ten of the population in poverty at any one time, and nobody lives in poverty for more than two years. How difficult is that? Well, they were right to ask. Solutions? Well, it comes from boost incomes and reduce costs, deliver an effective benefit system, improve education standards and raise skills, strengthen families and communities and promote long-term economic growth. Politicians will say, well, they're doing all that. And in one way or the other, they are. But we still have poverty. Why? The same reason QWERTY typewriter keyboards are used on laptop computers. It's called path dependency, and I linked to a definition of it in this morning's e-letter. The past has a strong influence on the future. We have QWERTY politics. Benefits are paid past the point where, if we had invested in people earlier, they would have benefited. Education prepares us for more education so when many of us actually need skills for life and a job economic growth without the income equality that comes from access to education skills assets opportunity work and geography it just creates a circle of decline families are like communities and nations they can't survive without a shared identity and a sense of belonging and so many feel they don't belong. Much of this is about authentic political leadership, someone who demonstrates the genuine and true expression of themselves in their leadership role. So don't expect much that's authentic in the next fortnight. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again real soon. Bye-bye now.